One, two, three, four. four. Last time we we recorded a countdown this year. Oh yeah, Last that's true. Twenty eighteen. Uh, one might say it is the final countdown <laughs> for this year. <laughs> I wish I had a bell. With me. I can't See? believe you didn't you didn't pick up on this. I know, I know. No, that was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, do you want to tell the listeners why you don't have a bell? Why, why do I don't have a bell? Because my bell is currently in a box somewhere, uh, ready to be shipped to Amsterdam. My apartment uh, is currently very empty. The movers just came this morning. We're recording at unusual time. It's currently three uh, twenty-five p.m. for me. So it's still, it's still, you know, day daylight out. Right. Is good. And it's 10.25 uh, for me. So look at <laughs> recording, that. Recording uh, in the early in the morning. Well, not so early anymore, but um, we've just been like talking for an hour, basically. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is the third room I'm at uh, trying to record this because initially I was trying to record it in one room, but it was because it's so empty, it was very echoey. And then second, because it's daytime, neighbors are allowed for some reason. I had to move. Again, and right now I'm in my in my bed uh, with with Zoe, my cat, sleeping next to me. Unusual uh, setting. Um, hey, it's it's that time of year. It's the Layouties 2018. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Love it. Layouties. It's the annual event in where uh, me and Kevin look back at the year and uh, and um, and we give some awards, kinda, or another, you know, aka we say some of our favorite things of the year. Um, so just like every year, we have a bunch of categories that we're gonna go through uh, and uh, pick our favorite. So categories like uh, some design categories. Uh, some things like you know movies and games and stuff that we've seen and watched and liked. Um, favorite podcast moments and uh, and then at the end we're also gonna look a bit you know, um, we're gonna look inwards and and talk about some of our favorite moments like personal and maybe in our career. Um, and as if you notice, there's not a lot of apps and stuff because um, Kevin, I speak for myself, but I I, I have a feeling you you agree with me here. I don't know if it's the year, like 2018 in itself. I don't know if it's the current state of the world. Um, I'm just more jaded. I'm more jaded than ever. I lack enthusiasm for like new tools and apps and stuff, even like talking about Apple shit and like all the podcasts. For s- Somehow this year, and especially you know later in the year, I'm, I'm just more tired. <laughs> I'm not as enthusiastic about things maybe Mm -hmm. um i don't know if you agree i mean for me looking at my home screen and even like the apps i use on my mac the the apps are all the same (laughs) like (laughs) nothing has changed uh in a year so this is kind of like uh you know in keynotes when tim cook like has a slide where it's like here's an update on like how our business is doing (laughs) and he just says it's fine and then like moves on to something else like I think this is what we're doing with the with the apps category this year. The apps, they're fine. <laughs> they're <Agreed>. The same. <laughs> let's move on to other things. All right. So on that note, let's jump right into our first category, which is not really like an award. It's not really picking our favorite. Uh, it's more like honorable mentions in the design community or design scene this year. 
some of the things, and we can say more than one, but some of the things that happened this year in our community that we feel like deserve a shout out. Um, Kevin, do you, do you want to get us started here? Yeah, sure. Um, so one that I wrote was um, more awareness of privacy. Um, and that's like kind of related to like the GDPR things. Um, and I think that's been a big trend um, this year is just like designers starting to think a lot more about um, the repercussions of sort of the products that we've been making with some of the scandals that Facebook and other companies have had. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's, it's about time that we designers like start thinking about that stuff. Um, because like whether we like it or not, like this is part of the experience of using our software. And I think, um, for many of us, like this year has been an eye opener that, Hey, like this stuff matters. Um, and like there needs to be more design attention to, um, how your data is used, how people can like export it, like delete it, you know, like all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Um, and I think that's like, that's an amazing kind of like trends or the like things that has been uh, up and coming in, in the field this year. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, and and uh, in a similar note, but not really, I mean, it's, it's still in the, in the theme of just being more responsible uh, for the things that we produce make build yeah um i would i would also give a shout out for the new you know quote-unquote trend but the new attention that uh designers and and people in tech in general are giving are giving to to accessibility um so for example you know when github changed i i think it was still this year when they changed the like their, their color palette and like was that this year uh, maybe not i don't know it's all it, it might be this year but it feels like forever maybe ago. Yeah, maybe. But anyway, but in that maybe like in that theme, maybe they kickstart a bit. For sure, like this year I've seen more and more of that. Like increasing contrast, you know, in, in your UI. Um, you know, uh, then are people shipping products like our our friends uh, Matt Smith and Sam Sophus, they shipped a contrast, a little utility. I think it was also this year. I'm not mm -hmm. sure. Um so anyway, there's a lot of a lot more tools to check and test your work uh, for accessibility, uh, you know, uh, issues, and so I just seen more and more designers being aware of that and taking that into consideration, and I think it's it's a good thing for everyone, right? So I I welcome that that quote unquote trend. <laughs> uh, also, I just want to give two quick shout outs. Um, and this is all you're going to hear about design tools this episode, maybe. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out that I, I, I really admire and want to like give a, another shout out to the work that Figma has been putting this year. Because I've seen more and more Figma is now like a, a great you know, player in this design tools field. Um, I've seen a lot more uh, design teams switching over to Figma and a lot more like people, uh, friends, you know, taking that as the, their primary tool. So, I mean, it's not easy in the, you know, Silicon Valley tech scene design tool space. It's not easy to just, you know, create something new and then, you know, be a player in the, in the, in that scene. And Figma has been doing a great job. Um, and in that same, uh, in that same uh, theme, I also want to give a quick shout out to another team, Abstract. Like Abstract really like kicked off things this year and they are building an amazing team. They're hiring a lot of people. All, Everything I see of them putting out is great. Uh, their most recent redesign of their marketing site is beautiful and inspiring. Um, and especially their blog 
Like, I think it's probably one of the most... That's a blog. <laughs> Reference. Um, uh, it's probably the most cut. beautiful blog, tech blog of any... Like, What's their blog? I keep saying blog. Um, Bob LeBlanc Law Blog. <laughs> you remember that? What? You know that reference? Have you watched the Arrested Development? Nope. There's this lawyer called Bob LeBlanc. <laughs> and he is writing a law blog. So it's uh, Bob LeBlanc Law Blog. <laughs> Amazing. Anyway. Amazing. So that's it. That's um, all for my... Uh, yeah, mentions. I mean, I think this year we've seen a lot of... Um, a lot more maturity in the design tools landscape. Um, mm-hmm. And it seems like while like design tools are not new this year, definitely not. Um, like we've seen them become more capable and more usable as like real kind of production ready tools. Um, and in that sense, like we've seen a lot of people be able to afford to, you know, like fully make the switch um, to tools like Figma and, um like like envision studio and like abstract becoming like bigger and bigger and like more useful and more powerful um for everyone so yeah i think like 2018's been like it's been a great year for for us designers and like actually getting new useful kind of uh ways of thinking about like problems that we've had for a really long time agreed so now we just talked about some of our favorite things in the design community uh, let's talk about some of the least favorite things. And uh, well, it's a category we are calling it the worst design trends of the year. <laughs> All right, Rafa, do you want to get us started on this one? Sure. Uh, for me, it's uh, it's not like new for 2018, uh, but it's definitely like it, it, it grew out of uh, proportions. <laughs> like it grew, it became a thing this year for me, uh, which is I'm calling it the pure black themes on mobile apps and this is something i have a pickle with for a long since it like the iphone 10 came out uh, i know there are oled f- uh, phones before but that was my first oled phone and uh now that oh no you know pure blacks blacks are blacks so pure black in 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 my phone let's let's do all the apps now with a pure black uh background and that for me is like terrible for like there's too much contrast in my opinion. Uh, the screen, like the scrolling, if you have that scrolling, is terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a huge lag, um, and I just don't think it looks good. And so everything just everything is worse. But people seem to like love it, and they want to see more of it. And I'm like, please don't, um, please don't. Like right now, the last app that I can remember that shipped a dark theme for ios uh is things uh we've talked about things at length here uh i love that app uh beautifully designed and so when i've I, when i saw that they were shipping a new black theme a dark theme i'm like please don't make it pure black come on things i trust in you and uh what did i do they they shipped two versions <laughs> the normal dark theme or the pure black theme and uh, at least there's an option there. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's that's my pickle. It's not a huge deal. I don't know what you're talking about, but <laughs> your black themes are great. No, no, they're not. No, they're not. Um, <laughs> you're part I of do, the problem, I Kevin. Do, I do have to agree with you that the, the problem is that with the screen technology where 
on OLED, like what makes OLED great for uh, pure black themes is that the, pixel, the pixels are completely off when you have pure black. Um, but that creates an interesting problem um, because it takes longer for the pixels to light up again um, mm-hmm. when you're uh, showing a mostly black interface, which uh, leads to the kind of like janky scrolling that you see. Um, but anyways, I feel like for me, it's like fix the technology. Uh, I love the black themes. Those are great. Uh, but anyways, um, so I have two worst design trends of the year. Uh, so my first one is the what it has been labeled as the tiny heads uh, design trend in illustrations. Um, I'll try to dig up some some examples that we can put in the show note or the show art. Uh, but this is the trend where um, you see like like people in illustrations having like they'll often have like massive like arms and hands and then have like the tiny little head. Um, <laughs> it just looks terrible. Like it is like it is definitely a style. Uh, and, and, like it is a trend that has gotten really big in, in 2018. But it my goodness, like it's just <laughs> like why? Why are these people looking this way? I don't get it. So thumbs in down. that in that theme, I know you have a second one, but I also it's not the worst design trend by any means, but I am ready to sunset the <laughs> the new trend of having like tiny people building new eyes um, yeah <laughs> illustrations and and hey we we also have some of that in netlify's marketing uh i'm just saying everyone that, does yeah you know been there done that like let's let's move on please <laughs> yeah i feel like this is the 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 tiny heads are like the mullet <laughs> of <laughs> illustration <laughs> We're not going to look back fondly on that trend, let me tell you. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then my second uh, least favorite design trend um, recently has been everyone's just changing to the same generic logo, basically. Like, there's countless and countless examples um, of just rebrands that have been uh, happening. Um, I th- think let me just uh google it really quickly i think it's the noble prize that recently uh changed our logo and it's really? just basically the noble prize in a sense serif like all uppercase like, there's not <laughs> really not much to it like everything is just the same um mm-hmm. and while i like greatly appreciate the simplicity um and having something that like is very clean and minimal i feel like the dial has been like turned too far like now it's just like it's not really a logo anymore like you've just like typed up the the name of of your brand or your company um Mm. i just feel like we're we've been losing something here like there's like a lost art to making like a great creative logo uh all right let's uh move on to the next category uh moving away a little bit from design things but uh we are calling this the project or product that you wish you had worked on uh kevin which project or product you wish you had worked on this year yeah that's been really tricky for for me to answer um i was like scratching my head trying to find what would be a good a good thing to put in here um and what i've settled on is like less of a specific project or product uh but more of like a product category maybe um and um i put ar uh, so ar is like i guess it's it is like the flashy thing 
um, that like everyone's like kind of playing with, but also there's like a whole um, like kind of wind of skepticism also around AR. Um, and I like I completely agree with it. Like you know, like seeing everyone like like prototyping AR interfaces, like that you have to look through your phone as like a viewport to the world. Like that just seems like I would never do this uh, in person but but um my thinking here is at some point someone's gonna figure out like the proper lens system for ar um and i feel like the people that are um gonna figure this out are currently the ones that are diving into ar and trying to solve these like huge like design problems and prototyping these like crazy futuristic interactions. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that's maybe something that I'm going to look back on and say like, damn, like I wish I started working on this sooner and found, I don't know, like an opportunity for me to kind of like get in there and, uh, and practice those skills. Um, But again, the thing that's holding me back is that there is no, actual device that would make me really want to use ar but i totally believe that that's like the future of computing basically like that ar will solve problems um that no computer that we have today can solve or can solve really well um Mm. so yeah i think to me that's like the most exciting thing that's happening at the moment everyone knows you can't do real work on ar can you imagine? You know that's going to be a thing. <laughs> oh yeah, for for sure, for sure. Cool. Uh, well, for me, it's not. It's it's like uh, also like a category, like a theme of projects, I guess. Uh, but I'm I'm writing it as like modern online banking, which um, so to preface this, like uh, later, um, earlier this year, I I created an account to the N26 online banking thing, um, online bank, uh, effectively. And so it was my first time w- w- using one of these modern uh, banks. Uh, you know, it's, you you do everything through the app. Uh, there's like neat integrations, uh, not awful design. And this thing like opened my eyes to like I would love to to solve or work uh, solve some of these problems. Like it, it seems like a very interesting challenge. Also, but you know, I feel like I have to say this. I am not particularly uh, interested in like working at, for example, a company like this because like it feels like this is going to be a very messy space. <laughs> you know, banks right. they are you know famously very hard to to talk to and like effectively make any change. And there's a million protocols they have to follow. It feels like it's a very challenging um, you know space to be in if you want to effectively make any type of uh, change. But I've seen more and more companies come out, you know, so the, the OG ones are, you know, Revolut and N26, and they also have uh, Monzo in yeah. UK, I think. Um, in the US now, we also started to see some uh, some new uh, players in this field. So friend of the show, friend of me personally, Zach Meredith, he joined this uh, company uh, called uh, Zero. Zero something, zero banking with whatever. I think it's just called zero. Uh, also working there is Morgan uh, Knutson. Um, he Morgan is a, he became famous this year by his Twitter threads on. Oh uh, yeah, you know, true. Yeah, some of his uh, experiences working at uh, Google and Google Plus. So, but anyway, so it seems like a great 
uh, team, it seems like uh, just checking their website, it looks pretty good. Uh, all their app uh, cards and all. So it's just one of those things that it would it would it would tickle me in the right places to work on some of that. Even like designing a pretty cool credit card, like physical credit <laughs> that's, card. That's literally what every person wants to do is just design yeah. the card. <laughs> I feel like, just like a black if, slab. Yeah. I feel like yeah. they must have like a new redesign every week. Basically. <laughs> Maybe that's their design challenge. I don't know. Yeah, um, hey, N26, like it's one of their perks. If you want to uh, upgrade to one of their like paid tiers or whatever tiers, uh, you have like, you can get like a platinum, you know, super clean. There's nothing on it. Card, like, <laughs> like metal card, which I think is the first or only card that is metal but that has contactless like has nfc metal card interesting so i've been like of course like those plans have a shit ton of like perks and deals and partnerships with whatever get discounts and airlines with and stuff like that but i've I've been i i've contemplated the fact that maybe i will pay like 30 bucks a month or something (laughs) just to have that card (laughs) but the cards because the um, other cards they have on their website look terrible. <laughs> Sorry, Antonio. So the one I have, I have, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan, but like mine is like it's is see through, um, ah. so I get I get a lot of compliments on that card, <laughs> uh, but I am not. Yeah, I know it's a That's thing. That's a nice but I'm card not... you have here. The <laughs> shame someone stole it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyway, so um, my credit yeah, card I'm just, is also I'm... pretty nice. It's mostly black with like a silver planet outline wireframe hmm. on top of it Planets. i want it's like i feel okay there there's a thing that i have in life that it's like what is the most black you can have a thing like and it's surprisingly hard to get something that's like very black like it feels like every company like wants to put something on top of it it's like no 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 just all black all black that's good yeah, matte black matte on black matte on black, black all the things really mm-hmm. anyways all right, um, let's move on, shall we? Cool stuff. Kevin. Our next category is our favorite game. Uh, <laughs> favorite game. And again, this is always a, a fun category <laughs> for me because I'm always like looking for things uh, to put in there because, hey, uh, I don't really play games very much. But this year is a very different year for me. Um, I know. Yeah, I was going to say, like, finally, you can participate. Finally, I'm like part of this ecosystem. Um, Mm -hmm. But even then, I kind of feel like an imposter because (laughs) I've played so few games. Um, I have to say, um, like, of all the games that I've played on my PS4, uh, Last of Us is by far and away just the best game. Um, Yes. The story is just so good. It's just like, it's like a not only one of the best games but it feels like one of the best movies <laughs> i've also seen this year like there's just there's just something about it um and the way they kind of mix that gameplay in and like make you feel something for the characters is like not really something i've ever felt in a movie before uh or in, in a game actually um uh-huh. so yeah really well done and like the because that story is so good like you even forget about things like the graphics are kind of bad like, in many ways and um there's some like a few little like problems or issues here and there uh but, ge- but i mean but generally all like, of that or most of that is because 
you know, it's, it's not a new game. It didn't come yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. So it's, it's already, and it's already a port. You, like, originally came out for the PS3, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, I, I think that's the, that's the perfect answer. Um, even though it's not my answer because it's not, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't play it this year. Yeah, well, and it's actually, a new did, game but... to me. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Probably like Not to anyone else. Any year that you play The Last of Us the first time, that is that has to be your favorite game of right. the year and probably your life. This is my favorite game ever. So, all right. Uh, what about what about you? What's your favorite game? This was a great year for gamers. I feel like this is one of the best years ever. Um, throughout, you know, all of the consoles and stuff, and it was even though there was like so much good, so many good games. And games that will be, I will remember them forever. At the end of the day, it was still an easy choice <laughs> to pick my favorite. Um, so I'll start with honorable mentions, honestly. I just want to say two games that are amazing and they are, you know, contenders for Game of the Year Spider Man, which yep. we also talked at length here uh, for the PS4, and uh, God of War for the PS4 was also phenomenal, amazing. Uh, you have like not amazing, like you know, groundbreaking games, but still special to me. Like Super Smash Brothers just came out for the Switch. Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu and Eevee also came out. Um, pretty cool. I've been having so much fun with it. But at the end of the day, like I would be a dummy if I wouldn't pick Red Dead Redemption Two for a game like my favorite game of this year. I'm still playing through it. I'm not finished yet because I had to pause it. Right now, my my PS4 is four countries away. <laughs> uh, so I don't even have it here with me. I can't play it. Um, but that game is amazing. It has its flaws. Like, the more I played it, I've been picking up more and more of problems with it. And honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, drop a link in the show notes to a YouTube video by one of my favorite YouTubers. Uh, it's um, Nakey Jakey. <laughs> that guy is Nakey Jakey. phenomenal. Nakey Jakey, um, and he just posted like a pretty, pretty long YouTube clip, like long for by his standards, um, just talking about some of the problems about that game and like Rockstar games in general and where they're going. Um, I thought you know just because everyone's been praising this game so hard that it was actually nice to see someone you know pointing out some of the flaws that uh, and it's not clickbait, nothing you know? is so it's perfect like that it can't be complained about exactly <laughs> so there you go red Dead redemption 2 despite its flaws it was still my favorite game of this year nakey jakey <laughs> nakey jakey <laughs> the guy's amazing you should watch all of his all of his videos really huh all right pick for favorite youtuber of the year <laughs> <laughs> nakey jakey all um right. do i have a favorite youtuber of the year i don't know uh all right all right, all right. Moving on. Um, movie on. Yeah, mo- <laughs> movie on. Um, what's your favorite movie so, this year? My favorite movie, I think, so, you know, I was on the spot. I would have to go, I, I went through my, like, letterboxed list of movies I watched this year. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can, we, can we pause for a second and talk what about how pause? John Syracuse called it Letterbox D? <laughs> uh, I mean, I never heard anyone like the CEO. I think it's pronounced Bazel. <laughs> Pixel Mator. Uh, uh, rock you. 
No one is getting these references. Uh, this hopefully. Uh, someone is. Okay. So anyway, what I'm trying to say is I've wa- I watch so many movies in a year that I probably lose track of all. So maybe my my pick changes depending on the day you ask me. But uh, right now I put it, uh, I picked A Quiet Place. Be For a lot of reasons. Like first, it's a horror movie and it's a good horror movie. And like, thank God, every once in a while there's a good horror movie. It's not like super scary, but still, that, it's a. Does it really classify as a horror movie, or is that just a? It's it's it's, 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 a, it's a scary movie. I don't know. Okay. Second, um, it was a movie that like the main character, the main protagonist. It wasn't John Krasinski or Emily Blunt. It was sound engineers like the sound that movie takes front row like you have to watch that movie in a quiet place okay <laughs> ding god dang it um uh it, it's 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 amazing it, it, it's amazing it's a very like different movie uh so it's like it's like a movie that that uh places its bets on things that usually not very successful or popular so a scary movie a very like slow paced i would say movie a uh, movie that there's not a lot of visual flair it's mostly you know relying on sound um an original story like amazing like that's new and uh, a great cast like a couple of the the kids like i i i i never seen them acting anywhere but they were amazing in it um an amazing, uh, I like. I have a huge crush on John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. I love that couple and the fact that they were they managed to, you know, to to do this movie together. Um, another bonus point. So a quiet place. I love that. I I love that movie. I, I also want to say like honorable mentions to uh, Incredibles two, which was a great movie. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. And also, also uh, maybe unusual pick, but the new Mission Impossible uh, Fallout. Mm. Just because was like. It still amazes me how this franchise keeps getting better and better and every single movie is amazing and it has no right to be. Like Tom Cruise is what, like 90 years old. Uh <laughs> he's still doing crazy stunts. Like I I I don't I don't understand how these movies are still good and it's like action movies. They're not supposed to be good. So honorable mentions. I love that movie. Uh okay. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time talking about why you're wrong and picking a quiet place as your favorite movie. <laughs> I think, okay, let's just say that I think uh, um, a quiet place does a lot of things really well, but it also does a lot of things very, very wrong. Um, so it's my favorite, Kevin. It's not. My, I think it is an interesting movie, best. but I would not pick. It. That's like my favorite. Um, and mm-hmm. I think you can probably like pick apart my fa- my favorite movie of the year um, as well. Um, so we the have. one I picked uh, was, and honestly, like I feel like it's the same thing every year, but just getting worse and worse. Um, my pick, honestly, is mostly because I haven't seen a lot of movies. Like I've seen, I was trying to look at, at the list and I think I, I've watched maybe like under 15 movies this year um sad yeah it's just the list like keeps like getting smaller and smaller so <laughs> the pool of <laughs> movies to pick from is is not that big and honestly if i do we have Oscar if, I was, like, if I was able to pick the movie that 
um, I like that I've seen this year that I like the most. That would be Molly's Game, which I like absolutely love this movie. Um, mm. But that didn't come out this year. So if I have to think of mm. like a, a movie that's like a great kind of emblem of 2018, uh, I would have to say Black Panther. So let me explain. Uh, <laughs> so Black Panther. Did it come out this year? It did. Yeah, 2018. Wow. Um, it's been a while now, but yeah. Um, so Black Panther, um, I feel like it just represents 2018 very well. Um, like one of the biggest things that surprised me in it was, A, I actually liked it because <laughs> I actually <laughs> dislike most Marvel movies. So my bar was very low. Um, and then two, uh, it surprised me how like complex and um how much like of a political commentary there was in this kind of superhero mass market movie and just how well like every single detail has been considered i think we've talked about this movie uh, in mm-hmm. the past uh but there's like like go watch the uh, the interviews with the director he talks about a lot of the details even like the costumes have been like thought out and like everything is there for a reason um there's just so much more um, craftsmanship in this movie than like any Marvel movie basically deserves. <laughs> um, and so for me, this just like this movie kind of stand out um, this year. That's fair. That's fair. That's uh, fair. Oh, one uh, honorable mention that I, I would mention is um, A Star is Born. I don't know if you've seen this. I haven't seen it yet. Um, so <laughs> it's um, Bradley Cooper's uh, directorial de- debut. Um, it is like a kind of a remake of a movie that's yeah. like it's been remade already a couple of times. I had mm-hmm. not seen the originals. Uh, it also features Lady Gaga <laughs> of all people. Uh, but I actually think that it just like works perfectly um, and it has some flaws. Uh, but there's a thing about this movie, at least for me, that feels very real. Um, and I don't really know about like Lady Gaga's story or whatever, but um, like it just feels like almost like a documentary more than anything. Like it, like it doesn't feel like these characters are acting in any way, which is again like this is surprising. Like given that like one <laughs> one of the the main actors of this movie is not an actor. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's I mean been, she is well. I mean, more or less. She's like she's not like known a for acting, but she, yeah. I mean, she stars in one of the biggest movies of the year. So, well, now she is. Makes now you an actor. Um, <laughs> right. But she was also in American Horror Story one this one season. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I hadn't seen that. So, okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> but honestly, like, she's amazing in that. Like, honestly one of the best performances I've seen. And uh, just reading up uh, about the movie after having seen it. Uh, she also wrote most of the songs that you see uh, in the movie, which I think to me just like adds an extra thing like that. It was not just um, like just being there and acting that she was actively like writing these these songs and like collaborating with everyone um, on them as they were kind of shooting. Um, there's also a lot of like real moments uh, in this story. So, for example, like when Bradley Cooper um sees her for the first time like they kind of recreated that scene uh for the movie um but anyways uh like kudos to bradley cooper like amazing job as a director and uh i 
I don't know. I don't know if I was like had this like kind of preconceived notion of Bradley Cooper, but it's it seems like that was unexpected unexpected for me that he would do that good of a job. Uh and turns out like yeah, <laughs> no, he's awesome. Like I want to see right. more movies uh directed by Bradley Cooper now. So, good job. All right. Every me watch it to my list. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so uh, movies. Uh, let's talk to about uh, let's talk about uh, TV shows now. Uh, uh, Kevin, what was your favorite TV show of twenty eighteen? Category. Okay, so this is kind of an interesting category, I think, because um, like while I don't watch a lot of movies, I boy do I watch a lot of TV shows, mm-hmm. um, and the way I sort of uh, judged this category for me at least, was the TV show that I enjoyed the most, like, that I enjoyed watching the most. Um, and in this case, for me, like, this year, it was definitely Westworld. Uh, I had mm-hmm. missed the boat, missed the train the first for the first season, and kind of, like, caught up all the episodes and was, like, kind of confused uh, about everything that was going on. As one do. Uh, as, as you do while watching Westworld. But I feel like this season, I really, really got into it. Uh, we discussed all the episodes on the show. Uh, I was listening to, like, two or three podcasts uh, about Westworld. <laughs> like, Westworld was just, like, a thing in my life. For that period of time like that's all i would talk about at work like we would have these like massive debates on like <laughs> what was gonna happen and all these things like and i feel like for me that made this show more than just a thing you put on and watch for like an hour and then like move on to the next episode like yeah. it really was an event uh it's a way of life and a man. way of life yeah no really <laughs> um so yeah i think like westwell had just been like the tv event for me of the year That's fair. Uh, it's not my pick just because I was a bit let down by the season in general and that kind of tainted uh, like my opinion of it, maybe. Um, so my pick is the Marvelous Miss Maisel uh, show. This was a show that I was not like, I haven't heard much about it. I know there was like a big surprise at the Emmys. Uh, Emmys, Grammys, whatever is for the TV shows. Emmys, Emmys, I think. Yeah, Grammys for music, right? Whatever. Um, and and so so I, I remember like it was just one day we were kind of bored and like we had nothing to watch. We were like we saw the little thumbnails like oh yeah that, I think we won a couple of Emmys so let's watch it and just put on the first episode and oh boy like I fell in love with those characters <clears throat> like immediately. It's such a such a good show great writing great characters like it's it's also like um it takes place in the in the in the 60s 70s whatever so it also like it also invoked that like those warm fuzzy feelings that i had towards madman and that like that time period <laughs> i just i'm a sucker for those like i love the love the fashion i love how people talked I, I i love that period so it was also just like cherry on top of the cake um but so anyway it's a it's an amazing tv show the season two just came out like maybe a month ago or something um it's on amazon prime video um and we just binge watched through through the whole season it's it, it it took like it became immediately one of my favorite tv shows ever love it awesome that's great um i've never seen it so we'll definitely add it to my list 
Uh, and <laughs> one thing I real I've been realizing lately is I'm actually subscribed to all of the TV <laughs> services. I probably pay over a hundred dollars a month for TV services, but I finally have everything. Like <laughs> no matter what I want to watch, it's always available on something. <laughs> you say that, but I bet you don't. <laughs> like so, yeah. Same. I have Hulu, Netflix, HBO, and Amazon. And you think, all right, you got it covered. But then you want to watch Survivor. Ah, like, ah crap. Wait. Now I have to subscribe to CBS, whatever, which is the worst app ever in any platform. The worst Apple TV app, the worst iOS app, the worst website is the worst ever. Um, but so, <laughs> yeah, they can still get you. That's what I'm trying to say. There's always another. That's service. how they get you. I heard the latest season of uh, Survivor was actually really good. Ah, oh, so good. Actually, the finale is out today. Don't spoil it, well, please, for people. But um, yeah, so no, what, what is it? it? Like, so there's like two groups. There's one group that's like oh, doctors Kevin. and like people that are like super fit and have lots of money. <laughs> and then there's this like the loser camp of like the normal people. Wow. I'm surprised that you even know about this. They were talking about it on Dubai Friday. <laughs> that's the only reason. Oh, really? Know. Oh, I have to. Okay. Um, to, yeah. Survivor. You don't want to get. You don't want to get me started on Survivor. But yes, this season is the theme. They always have like campy, cringy themes. But this this year's theme. Uh, I mean, this season's theme is uh, David versus Goliath. So the underdogs versus the, you know, they're great. They're super strong. Whatever. <laughs> so yeah, it's those who like had to overcome a lot of difficulties and challenges in life. To those who were like blessed and they're very successful and they're doing all right hmm. um very interesting that was a theme but uh yeah anyway it was a great season and, and, and still i haven't haven't watched the, the the finale so yeah cool well survivor hey honorable <laughs> mention survivor the the one tv show i'm missing from all my subscription mm-hmm. services um <laughs> all right and i have one honorable mention that i feel like like it'd be a disaster if we didn't mention this show in the favorite TV show category for this year, and that is Queer Eye. Have you watched seen Queer Eye? No, not yet. Oh, okay. You, I've heard great things. You have, you have to see this show. Um, and so basically, I mean, if you haven't heard of this show, like, have you been living under a rock? Like, I don't know. It just seems like it's been a really popular show this year. But um, if you haven't, the premise of this show sounds horrible like it sounds like <laughs> the worst possible idea you could ever have um basically the the idea is that um there's a um group of guys um that are like gay guys that are called the fabulous five <laughs> um that basically each episode they go and they basically transform um a man's life basically um and then like each of the guys has like a different specialty so there's one that's like in grooming one that is a, a chef one that is um like you know uh, interior designer and so basically like they all kind of completely change like how someone looks how like their house is um how they cook how everything um and yeah at first i was like there's no way this is gonna be any good like this this sounds horrible it sounds so like you know like creating the cliche image 
of what like a gay man would be um and just like feeding that um but i've heard so many things about it that i finally decided uh you know what like let me just see the first few minutes of the first episodes and boy uh it could not like the what my original uh like perception of it like could not have been more wrong <laughs> like it is i'd say like one of the best like tv that i've ever seen um there's there's just something about it that is like it makes everyone be so human um so the first season and i believe the second as well um are shot in uh atlanta um and like they will get like sometimes like the the most like redneck person that you could possibly imagine and just like find ways to like relate with them on like a human level um and you actually see that like a lot of the stereotypes um uh, that like you often hear about like are actually not that true and there's there's actually a lot of like tolerance and love and understanding and that actually goes both ways um there's some episodes i'm i'm thinking of one where um the the guy that they have to basically like make over is a cop uh and some of the you know some of the 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 uh like fabulous five guys or whatever are like don't like don't feel great about it um because you know with the police like brutality and stuff mm -hmm. like that and th there's just like there's this kind of barrier and they also have to like kind of get over their own preconceived notions of who mm -hmm. they they are um and then like Im you immediately basically like fall in love with like the five guys like they're just like ev each and every one of them has their own very own like distinct personality um and some of them are like very over the top some of them aren't um and i would say if you like queer eye um john van, van ness which is like <laughs> Uh, pro like the grooming guy, uh, which is hilarious. Uh, he has a podcast, um, and it's called uh, Getting Curious, and it's actually really good. Um, so if you feel like you need more queer eye in your life, uh, you can actually um listen to the show. And basically, what the podcast is is he just interviews random people on different topics. Like it's not it's like it's not like an LGBT show or anything. Like he'll just talk. Like the latest episode was on. Um, someone who's in charge of um, like recycling for the U.S. Uh, and talking about like what like where are we at with recycling and like how that's kind of like evolved over the years and and all that stuff. So uh, very interesting show and yeah, I think it's it's like one of the standouts uh, definitely for this year. Boom. Moving on, so have. Uh quite a few categories left yes uh let's get this one quickly best album i can i can start it's uh churches love is dead it's definitely nice. my most played album of this year i still feel a bit guilty because uh it's still my go-to default like I, <laughs> oh i want to listen to some music yeah love is dead boom <laughs> nice that's it cool that was easy um so <laughs> i'm gonna pull a top four <laughs> here <laughs> um and basically so let me explain this so I felt like I didn't really have any album that like stood above the rest and was like mm -hmm. deserving of the favorite album spot. Um, 
So what I've done is I've picked three albums that if you add these albums together, make up a favorite. <laughs> but like none of these is on their own is like worthy of being <laughs> a favorite. Um, but it's just if you add them up, then maybe they're getting close to a favorite. Um, so first one is uh, Good Thing by Leon Bridges. Uh, we've talked about it before. Um, great album. Um, love it. Uh, next one is um, Kids See Ghost. So that that is like the uh, album um, that was made by Kanye West. So uh, I know it's like a little bit controversial. Uh, not saying that I like the person, <laughs> just that, that I like the music. Um, but um, so it's Kanye West and Kid Cutie. Um, very good. Um, I haven't listened to it yet. You haven't? No. You've been uh, avoiding it. Well. I don't know. It just it just didn't pop up. I think mm. I don't know. Okay, I wasn't well, aware of it. it I, I did unfollow him on Twitter, but that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I kind of put in there, but now I'm having second second guesses. But uh, Electric Light. Um, I like James Bay. Um, uh, this was mm-hmm. an okay album. So, All right. Uh, yeah. That's those are my cool. Things. <laughs> All right. Uh. The last entry in the media section. Uh, this is for uh, our favorite podcast episode of 2018. Uh, do you do you want to get started here? Yeah, I think this is interesting because last year we had favorite podcast, and I found that mm-hmm. this year it would be more interesting to look at a specific episode because that's always my my problem. Like whenever I like someone recommends me a, a podcast, I'm like, yeah, they have like 50 episodes like where do i start um and so this year we're pinpointing a specific episode that you can go and listen to um and so the one that i've chosen this year um is this do by friday episode um it's called be wasp hornet (laughs) uh amazing basically uh this episode is a to me is like stands out as one of the best do by Friday episodes. Um, and basically what do by Friday is, it's a show where, um, every week they give themselves a challenge, uh, and then they complete the challenge and then they talk about it. Um, and basically this one, the challenge is to solve a mystery. Um, and Max Stemkin actually basically recreated mystery show uh if you remember that from gimlet Mm -hmm. uh to solve a mystery from a listener uh but it's just so hilarious like trying to like take the same kind of like story beats and like the classic like music segments and and things like that and like interviews with people and stuff and the mystery was um finding what the name of the movie that of something that a listener uh mentioned that they remember seeing as a kid like this one scene and they try to describe it, but have never been able to define uh, to what it is. Anyways, it's hilarious. It's it's like a great kind of like just episode, I think. It's like and it's an episode that you don't really need a ton of context. Like it's better if you know all the inside jokes and everything, but um, you'll still be able to like totally get if you uh, mm-hmm. don't listen to Do By Friday. And that is totally outside of the genre that they typically do so um, mm-hmm. it's a very special episode cool uh all right so uh, my pick is uh, one episode um episode 130 of uh, reply all from Gimlet media 
and it's titled The Snapchat Thief. Hmm. Have you did you listen to this one? I have not. So, uh, you know, Reply All is they have a bunch of different types of episodes. They have like the 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 tech support one, they have the yes yes no, they have some of these more like uh, like journalist type of thing, right? There's actually someone on the field with a recorder and stuff. Uh, and this one is kind of like that. So it's, it's uh, what happened was someone, a listener, um, she had her account, her Snapchat account hacked. And so she called in to like, just try to see if, if the, the, the host could, could like figure that out. How could that happen? And if she could like get her account back. Um, and then like, that's how the episode starts, but then it unfolds into this like, this this whole operation of people who just hack uh like social media accounts to get like great usernames ah. they hack them they steal their usernames and then they sell it they sell those usernames on like a black market type of thing <laughs> and so i, I don't want to say too much but like it, they go in this like you know this this dark hole of the internet in this whole section <laughs> and they get actual hackers on the podcast like they interview them and all um and it's it's amazing. I had no idea, uh, like the how big this 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 thing was, like how the market is. Right. Uh, but it's real, and they also go through some of the like how they hack your account, mm. and uh, they talk about things like SIM swapping and stuff, <laughs> like SIM hijackers. They hijack your your number, um, your phone number. It's anyway. It's very interesting. Uh, they are great story- storytellers, um, so it, it's very easy to to listen to, and yeah, that's that's my pick. Like th- that really stand out this year. It was amazing. Damn, uh, that looks that looks good. Gonna listen to it. It makes it kind of makes me think of the Uber thing, though. Yeah, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. This is more. This is more like specific to this one. Okay, one fair enough. Case. Uh, all right, so do you want to talk about our next category, which is the favorite layout moment? <laughs> yeah. So I feel like this this whole next section of the this episode is is going to be talking about like looking a bit to ourselves, to layout, to you know us personally, and uh, this is a great way to start. And like, yeah, this year I think this is obvious one. Uh, if I had to pick, like. One funny special moment uh, in the layout podcast would be the shower dingus saga, <laughs> which sp- I think like it, it took over like three or four weeks. Like it was a recurring thing in where, uh, of course, the shower dingus was. I was staying at um, uh, Sam Sofa's house, and you know I couldn't operate. I couldn't figure out how to turn on like the shower <laughs> effectively. <laughs> so. Took pictures, try to really explain what was going on, which then later evolved into like how all of these shower dinguses, dinga, dingais, ding, dinguses, <laughs> how they all are different and their design sucks uh, most uh, for most of them. And uh, then we got listeners involved who like wrote in saying I had the exact same problem with this exact same design of shower handles and stuff. And it was just a whole thing. And the fact that we named it Shower Dingus was also it also it was also special. I think it's funny. Um, so that whole saga, I think it it you know that that's 2018 layout for me. That that's it. Yeah, that so, was great. My pick. Yeah. Also would have been probably my number one pick but uh i wanted to 
leave that to you. Uh, I'd say uh-huh. my favorite layout moment this year um, is the redesign your website month. Um, so I think like this, this was like a really fun experience for me because it actually allowed us to talk directly to the people who listen to the show. Uh, I've actually met a bunch of people in person, uh, in Montreal. Um, and we're just kind of like working on stuff together, um, giving each other feedback, um, and just generally like was a fun experience. So really enjoyed that. And, uh, my website is coming soon. (laughs) (laughs) It's a long, I was going to mention, I'm glad you, you brought it up yourself. But, uh, but yeah, I, I was actually working on it yesterday. So stay tuned. Okay. So next we actually had a second, category for it but i feel like it it fits in the same theme so it's still under the favorite layout moments so not 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 specifically layout episodes but things that happen to the layout uh family to the layout uh name and uh whatever so uh i just want to give like this honorable mention to um the layout at loop like uh when we when both of us were in amsterdam uh we attended the framer loop conference um like we recorded a live well live not live but recorded a in-person episode uh in you know uh in your in hotel room, room yep <laughs> which was which was great I, I mean i always have so much fun recording episodes in do person. you remember the we frames get to of do the stock photos <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, um so that that whole that whole day was amazing we, we also got, got a chance to meet some of our listeners and uh, i also want to give special shout out to alex frenji moore who you know, not only was um, a great host of the city and uh you know took us to some cool places uh but became a friend and you know after that uh, i've been when i got back to amsterdam already like I can call him now a friend and it was all thanks to this show and that is it's pretty special. So um yeah, I want to bring that one up. Yeah, totally. Um and then my honorable mention would be the stickers. Um that's been yeah. so cool to see basically people from all over the world um liking the show enough to just order a couple of stickers um and just the whole process of like writing all the notes like one by one and then like sending them in the mail and figuring how all that stuff works. Um, it was just great. Like it was just so much fun. And again, so like cool. just like another kind of like more, it felt like a more direct contact in a sense with people. Yeah. Um, even though there's like way more people who listen to the show and like, we can look at the stats and like see basically from all the different countries that people listen to this show. But, um, I don't know. There's just something about this idea that people will have a sticker on their laptop uh, saying layout. And then we got all the pictures after, which is awesome to see. Yeah. So. Pretty special. Yeah. Okay. Um, we have two remaining categories. Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, curious about this one. Um, so one thing you learn about yourself this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's been like an interesting category because I feel that it could almost be its own show. <laughs> mm-hmm. We could talk for a really long time about this. Um, so I, I don't know. For me, there was a lot of things. Uh, but the one that I, I, I picked here um, was that I am better at dealing with uncertainty than I thought. Um, hmm. And um, 
that was really about like the Montreal Design Club thing, uh, where like it always took me like so much energy. It it just does take me a ton of energy to basically like organize things because I'm always that person. Like even booking uh like a trip somewhere, like where I have to get flights and like hotel rooms or airbnbs or stuff like that where it's like i'm always like do i book the airbnb first or do i book the place first or and then like obsess like is that the right week like what if like another week is gonna be better like i always like i just like go crazy about that stuff um and then organizing the montreal design club has just been like you know that times 10 um and somehow this year, I've kind of started becoming a lot looser about these things. So, like, for example, our biggest event um, that we did last month um, had so many unknowns. Like, it was crazy. Like, the, the space we, uh, we got, we weren't doing it at Shopify. Like, it had no chairs, no projectors, no mics, no anything. So after, like, and we basically learned that, like, two weeks before the event. Because uh, they were like, oh, yeah, like, this is great. Like, this is perfect. And when we had visited the, the space, like, they were, everything was set up. So we just assumed it was fine. They're like, oh, no, like, the organizer for that event just brought all of this stuff. And I was like, oh, shit. Um, and I was just like, you know what? Like, I don't know how we're going to do this, but we're going to figure it out. Um, and, like... I almost, like, I can't believe we made it happen. Um, but it was just, like, I almost, like, close my eyes and be, like, let's live in the, mo- the like, moment. <laughs> like, let's not think too much about, like, the 20 ways in which, like, this could go horribly wrong. Um, and, um, like, I discovered that, like, there's actually, like, a lot of resources and, like, you're never really, really screwed. Um, and that, like... I don't know, like one thing like here that was like the real star of the show is like how so many people came out of the woodworks to help me and help like help us put this event together um, and how like I should have more faith into like the community and like the people around me that like when I really do need help, like that they're they're going to come forward and, and just like mm-hmm. help make this happen for me. So um, that's been like, good a good learning for me and i should like stop obsessing over all the things that could possibly go wrong because boy i love to do that uh (laughs) so yeah trying to be a bit more wow this year so this is fascinating we didn't talk about this before we before now so i had no idea what you were gonna write here and it's it's amazing how what i picked is effectively the reverse of what you picked <laughs> i i don't yeah i don't know let's talk let's talk about it and then we'll okay see if it's like so <laughs> this is a whole new show uh, right i i always consider myself someone who was very much like in control of situations i i wouldn't i would never like freak out or like be very worried or like i always like had a con I was always in control of the situation, uh, no matter what that would be, right? And mm. if not, if I wasn't, I wouldn't freak out because I wasn't. I would just think about it and be in control. Like, control of the situation is fine. Um, what I learned about myself this year, uh, and actually, like, in the, in, the, in the last two weeks, three weeks, is that I do that because I stress over everything <laughs> beforehand. Right. Like, the fact that I don't, I don't, like... 
lose st- stuff i don't forget about stuff and like when i when, you know when you're traveling for example which is a good uh, it's a good example of when you're traveling especially when there's like airlines involved there's a lot that could go wrong um and it can be a very stressful situation and it's like if you if you miss a flight for example it's 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 a big deal right <laughs> um so that as an example i never freak out i never forget stuff i'm always very much in control of when i'm traveling when i'm dealing with like uncertainty like you mentioned um but yeah the thing i realized this year is i do that because i stress over <laughs> all of the details right. beforehand and that is that can be healthy <laughs> and the reason why like why I, I I realized this this year in particular was with the move, with moving to another country, as you may imagine, there's a million things that you have to go through and you have to, you know, keep in check and in control. Um, and so a lot of times, like, I find myself, uh, I'm not kidding, I find myself just staring into the void, like I'm standing in the middle of the living room Staring into the void, just thinking, mm-hmm. just like going over, yeah. all right, now I'm going to call this person in the morning, and if I try this, and then I'll do that one thing, and then I'll send an email because I have to deal with that. I'm just thinking about all of the things, and because I'm facing this enormous amount of things I have to deal with, I just, I just like, the scale of it made me realize how stressed I am, actually, going over this. And then, you know, Deborah is like, Dude, just everything's gonna be fine. Like, don't, <laughs> don't, don't stress over this. And I'm like, no, everything's gonna be fine because I'm stressing right. over this yeah. now. So when it happens, it'll be fine because <laughs> I, you know, I thought about it. Um, yeah. So it's like there's there's definitely uh, like a middle ground here that I'm that I wish I I can uh, can get to one day. But like I'm I'm not there today. Uh, so <laughs> and I I mean I can definitely I relate to this. Like that's effectively how i am slash was like mm-hmm. but basically like this year i've just discovered that like okay like i don't have to go like full-on like stress panic mode like that mm-hmm. like i can just like live in the moment and then things turn out to be fine sort of like anyways it makes me an easy, um, like trusting that <laughs> Yeah, and, like, one thing that's been really helpful for me has been, like, meditation um, and, like, really practicing that skill of Mm -hmm. of just focusing on the now. Um, But, yeah, like, totally. Like, I feel like you... Maybe we were, like, coming at it from, like, different sides where you were, like, very chill about everything and then I was, like, very stressed about a lot of things and then, like, Mm -hmm. both of us realized that, like, okay, like, we're closer to the middle. (laughs) Mm-hmm. interesting Let, let's let's keep this topic around i i i would i would like to explore cool. this a bit yeah there's further, and i'm sure there's so many other future episodes talk about. cool all right um so finally we reach the end we have one last uh category and it's actually like a twofold it's it's uh <laughs> there's a part a and b um and this is a special moment or special achievement of this year that we would like to to point out like what marked the year i think like what what one of the highlights i guess uh, personally of course um i think you went last time first so i can start uh so we both have one like a life achievement life moment and one a career in your career in your work um 
I mean, it's it's interesting how like both of these achievements for me happened in the last month. <laughs> um and uh so my life uh special achievement of the year is uh I'm moving to another country and that is pretty cool. And um the whole process like from the moment we decided, yeah, let's go to Amsterdam uh to when we signed the lease was like a month. <laughs> like we were highly efficient just you know what let's just do it and um and i'm really proud of the move uh like no wonder the... you're stressed about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um so i'm really i'm really really excited to you know when we all there's this cliche you know new year new life whatever new beginnings but uh it feels uh very true this particular year because i'm actually starting the year in a whole new life um so pretty excited about that and um do you want to do we both do life and then work or yeah let's do, do that do? um all right so what about you so yeah so yours this is more of an achievement mine is more of a moment <laughs> um so this year i visited portugal uh for the first time visited you um and that's been Yay. so much fun so so great like just i've never been to portugal awesome. before completely fell in love with it like it was so much fun, so beautiful. The weather is super nice. Um, and just generally, like, getting to hang out with you in person was, like, super awesome. And definitely, like, we actually got to hang out twice this year <laughs> in person. That's which true, is, like, yeah. more than basically we'd had ever hung out together before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of weird to say. Um, but that was definitely a thing that made me realize, like, hey, like, I actually want to do this more often. Like this it was just like a lot of fun um so uh yay to traveling and seeing friends uh that you don't see often i think that's big life awesome a moment for me and and i mean same just want to comment on that same I, I had a blast it was awesome to have you around being able to show you some like you know my 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 city my you know my country um you got out of this an amazing uh instagram timeline so you're welcome um <laughs> i love that my instagram's and, so uh, empty now yeah. though i just i need to yeah, go well, travel somewhere that's relative honestly <laughs> all right so uh kevin what about your uh work achievement of the year? okay my work achievement um so this one is less of like a specific milestone but more of like a progression over time that's happened this year um but basically this year i went from um being like leading a single team at shopify to actually leading three teams um and one of them being like a team that i basically built from the scratch uh from scratch from the ground up um so that's been like a really interesting challenge for me um and like i think the the cool thing about this is how like i think i've been able to put a team in place like on the checkout team that i was on before um that is just like now so good that they don't need me for 99 percent of the stuff That's um awesome. and i was just able to be like okay like cool like you've got this like <laughs> and let me go on and like focus on some other things um and know that they're like they're still like killing it like shipping like crazy like working on lots of like really amazing things um and uh, some of the stuff that I'm working on that I can't really talk about uh, is stuff that I'm like really like super passionate about and I think is 
probably some of my best work so far. Um, so that's awesome. That's like that's been really fun. And like when I say best work, like I'm not doing that much like IC work on it, but it's like as a group, like the way that we're approaching problems and like we're doing a lot of like hands-on sort of like collaborative design and research um, has just been like super cool. And I feel like we've got something pretty special. Um, so yeah, like that's been, that's been super fun. Uh, so that's my work achievement. What about you? That's awesome. Um, so for me is, uh, I'm going to be super honest. I don't know if I can say this already, but since this you can is, always bleep it out. We're, okay. We're recording this a bit ahead of time. <laughs> so it, it should be bleep. fine. <laughs> yeah, it should be fine. But, um, so very recently, and, uh, you know, we had, show in where we were talking about being busy and so this is one of the one of the reasons behind it um i recently took over as head of design um at netlify uh which means you know that i got a bunch of new responsibilities uh you know for some uh, to some extent being some some of a manager and i had to do a lot of hiring and i still am but uh so i had to like step up and just do a bunch of stuff myself that I had never done before. Um, Kevin, you've been through something you know similar when you when you took over as a manager as well, and uh, that was a scary move, and it's a scary thing, still is. Um, but uh, I am I'm glad I did it, and I am excited about 2019 for me and and you know designing it and Netlify. Um, so that was a big one. Sorry. <laughs> We'll have to redo the announcement. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, this is super awesome. Like really excited for this. I think you were a little bit apprehensive, maybe a little bit yeah, at the beginning. Totally. And But I think like, like you're going to nail it and do a really good job. And like, I like, that's one thing we didn't really have, but I feel like my, the like product of the year that I've been like really happy about and like really loving using has been Netlify. Like it's just been such a Aww. great product. Um, and I think all that is thanks to you and like, you're definitely the best person to, to lead that team. Uh, so I'm happy that you're now realizing it, uh, and actually doing something about it. So, um, uh, yeah, really like kudos and good job. Thanks, man. Thank you. Uh, I'm, yeah. 2019 is going to be something. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like this 2019 it's it's set to fail like as a as a year because I feel like in pop culture in like in politics in tech everything is like 2020. Yeah, provision, right. you know. Um we're predicting things to this will happen by 2020, 2020. And 2019 is just like the black sheep of years. It's like, oh, "Okay, I guess You'll have to go through me to get to the, you know, 2020, the promised 2020. So <laughs> I hope this year will surprise us. Uh, and yeah, I'm excited. Probably. Probably. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Cool. Uh, Kevin, we reached the end of this episode. We did it. Uh, people who are still listening to this. First, thank you. Um as a, as a as a prize, you get a prize to, you know, for listening to this. Everyone part. gets a car. And the prize is, <laughs> yeah, check under your seat. <laughs> you get a car. You get a car. Everyone listening to this, check under your seat, uh, and you'll see that uh, tomorrow. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I don't know if you're listening to in the day that we 
posted this episode, but by tomorrow uh, we're gonna we're gonna release a bonus episode in where me, Kevin, and uh, my uh, my fiance. Oh, but <laughs> honorable mention, honorable How mention. Is that not of your moment of the year. <laughs> That it was in March. It just feels like it was forever oh ago. Wow. Thankfully, anyway, she doesn't listen sorry, to the honey. show. Uh, no, she doesn't. I hope not. But <laughs> so, yeah, me, show? Kevin, and Deborah, my fiance, we got together uh, and we recorded this, uh, you know, previous, in, uh, in the past. Uh, but um, we 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 played this text game adventure game thing. <laughs> text adventure. Right. Text. Yeah, I don't know why I made it hard. Um, text adventure game. The three of us, and uh, it was also a holiday party, so there was uh, there was some booze involved. <laughs> and it was course, a late night as here, do. as you do, you know, because it's the holidays. And so we are posting that. Hopefully, honestly, honest to God, I haven't edited it yet. Edited I haven't edited it. Edited it yet. English is silly. Um, so I don't know how that will turn out. Maybe it's terrible. Maybe no, I will never po- post it. It's gonna be great. We'll see. So we'll have sound look effects for and everything. A right? bonus okay. episode. <laughs> well, how can you not? Yeah. So yeah, that's and and with that, we're gonna close the year, the layout 2018, um, and then we will be back uh, next year, probably in the first week of January. We'll something like that. Something like that. We'll, yeah, be, we'll back. be back. We'll be we'll back. Be back. So thanks so much for being a listener uh, this year. <laughs> Uh, you know specifically this year uh, and uh, I hope you will be a listener next year <laughs> yeah no I will be a host next year <laughs> you're laughing but like I can't say how much like it means a lot to us that uh, to hear like every single one of you who like message us like DM us that we, when we see you in person to hear that you listen to the show and you like it and that um you're just part of this community like it really feels like this show is yeah like it's rafa and i on the mic but it feels like i can see all the people that we're talking to like whenever we're doing the show like in my mind like it just feels like we're we're in all in this together and it's just just like a fun community to be a part of so thank you so much for for listening really really appreciate and i promise you we're gonna have some great stuff uh for you in 2019 stay tuned happy new year man happy new year too it's like it's the first time i'm saying it someone (laughs) spoilers we're recording this december (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh we'll talk to you next year i guess (laughs) yeah talk to you next year